ramen before. Well, good morning, Siren Clara. Looks like you're muted. No. I mean, you're not wrong about this. There you go. I unmuted you. Yeah. Can you hear me uh, okay? Pretty gross. So. Oh, All right. I'm I have Siren LC popping in. One more time. You guys could just let me know if you can hear me okay. That would be awesome. So that I can. It looks like so I'm speaking, but. I hear you twice. I mean, technically, you are alive, but yeah. I mean, yeah, technically. You guys so are not going to believe what I just did. Are you playing last week? That's no. Can you, can you not hear me? I hear you, and I hear last week. Oh, that was Siren Sara. I just muted her, and now we can't hear it any longer. <laughs> Middle-aged people figure out. <laughs> That's where we're rena renaming this. I mean, we have to at this point. That's hilarious, Elsie. Oh my god. <laughs> so I didn't have my headphones turned on. I was like, oh no, not again. Oh no. But it's just because I forgot to hit the power button. It's all right. I wonder, I wonder if Siren Sara can be unmuted now without. Uh... Oh, Whoa. that was a lot of feedback. All right. So we're just going to leave her on mute for a minute. <laughs> we'll let her and Bill figure that piece out. Yeah. And Elsie. Uh, oh. I think I Sarah, Sarah's back. Yay! Yay! Wait, wait. I, do you guys have two I devices in the room? <laughs> I just, I just had to leave. So now we're not together. Oh, you separated us. Could you just be on one device? Well, that might have been easier, but um, I'm not sure. Uh, we that helps it. our numbers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I know. This is, this is why I wasn't sure what would be better, to be one of uh, our hundreds of people calling in or to be a co-host. Co <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys hopping on with me. Yeah. Um, We're here. Bill's yeah. here even if he's very quiet. Well, I appreciate that also. Well, for everyone else who's listening not live because we can see that you're not listening live but <laughs> you're listening later thanks for joining us for our weekly positivity pop-up trixie wants to say hi as well my name is mer i uh have the i'm the siren with the red tail i'm siren lc i got an aqua tail like i actually and, I'm sorry, and, and I, I had a peach tail and i'm glad that you told us that that was trixie because i wasn't sure what that was <laughs> Yeah, I'm not report. I'm not recording in the uh, pod closet today. I, I the pod closet has me feeling a little overwhelmed. Um, I need to do some troubleshooting. I need to have Mark over here as moral support. So it's just kind of sitting in the background doing nothing at this time. So we'll figure that out. That's all right. So last week it seems like we 
also figured out the live stream and that was number six and this is what lc found out about the number six it is the embodiment of the heart it represents unconditional love and the ability to support nurture and heal it is a powerful force of compassion and empathy and its warm light is a beacon of hope its role is to use its heart and soul to be a service to others and I'm so glad that we have Siren Sarah on because number six is also her favorite number and Enneagram and her birthday. And that description completely describes Sarah as well. There you go. Perfect. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. How cool. <laughs> Even though when I listened to it, I wasn't super impressed, but whatever. When, just now or when you first heard it? No, last week when I finally listened to the episode after it aired, I wasn't impressed with the sound quality, but I'm going to be positive it's going to be better this week. I feel like it's already better this week. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> so how was your week, girls? Uh, go ahead, Sarah. Uh, nope, you first. Uh, I had a pretty good week. I um, finished a couple big jobs that we had for the drone company. So I'm really excited about that. And I got some good art stuff going. I just finished painting a birdhouse for an auction for a Montessori school. And it's a, it looks like a, a like a told, told, wow, I can talk. It's a mushroom. Oh, <laughs> it's I love mushrooms. So very cool i love that maybe um if you're selling prints of it i might buy a print from you i don't know how to do that on a birdhouse oh it's an actual birdhouse yeah wow do you have pictures of it yeah i can send it to the group later yeah i want to see that sarah how was your week uh well it was kind of uh, low-key um obviously the most exciting part was uh recording with you guys on monday um and then last night was fun we basically did two events all at once we had signed up to go to a school event and then got invited to the fc cincinnati soccer game first game of the season last oh, nice. night so we elected to go to the fc cincinnati game but we were still online bidding for the uh auction the live auction for stuff and I got really excited about bidding on things close to the end of the bidding and apparently other people weren't paying attention. So, uh, we won a lot of stuff. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we won a lot of stuff and, uh, uh, FC Cincinnati won their first season game. So it was very exciting. And now we have a lot of day trips and coupons for places to go that we have to use up in the next year. Well, that's exciting. I remember you went to a women helping women event one year and you won a cruise on a what? boat. It was like, I don't know. It was an Ohio river cruise. It wasn't a, uh, oh. it wasn't like a tropical cruise. Do you remember this, Sarah? I remember going to the event. I didn't remember winning anything and I sure as heck didn't end up using it, whatever it was probably. Oh no. <laughs> Dang. Well, that's what yeah. I have a tendency to do. I put that away, you know, and I think, oh, cool. I've got that to use and that to use. And then I, I don't go back and look at it. So it feels better at, uh, at keeping those in a place where we remember to use them. Yeah. I'm ashamed to admit that I, one of my friends won a dive trip last year, uh, Blackbeard 
cruise and I, she gave it to me and I did not use it. So I, didn't, I didn't want to go by myself. Uh, oh my God. You should have told me, uh, I would have paid to go. Uh, Mark would have to, I should have just done it. I should have just done it. Ugh. I know loser. <laughs> How was your week? Oh, it was great. I got to play uh, Euchre last night with some friends, and that was also a fundraiser for my friend's son's baseball team. They're going to Cooperstown. Where was it? Uh, they. She lives in... I have no idea. <laughs> what was the event for? It was to raise money for her kid's baseball team. They're going to Cooperstown. Okay. Um, so it's like a big deal, I guess, for Little League baseball teams and um i mean these kids they play competitively it's like a it's a i don't know anything about it but they travel around and play and they have to try out to be on the team and you know it's kind of a big deal so this trip that they take all the teams get to hang out um at this they like get to stay in a dorm for a week and they get to play a bunch of baseball and they get to train with some people that are important. <laughs> <laughs> so it was for a good cause, but mostly we were just having fun. So that's awesome. And I downloaded Be Real this week and I love that stupid app. I just want everyone to know. And I highly encourage you to download Be Real and be my friend. Um, probably Murhaj on there. I have that as a list of options for episodes. I know. I remember. And I think you're my friend on there, but you don't ever post. So I, yeah, I have to get on there. Uh, <laughs> we did a Euchre tournament last night too, but it was for Love Our Land, which is a local ecology group here in Loveland. And we were out in the first round. How did you guys do? Well, ours is a little different. Everybody plays all night and you just accumulate your scores. Oh, that's a much better way of doing it. <laughs> yeah. So the winners of each, so you play for 15 minutes or until you complete a whole game, whichever comes first. And then you, you know, so two people, there are two pairs of the table and they'll each have the same score, right? But whoever won that game or round got to stay at their table and the losers had to get up and move. But then everybody like, even the winners, one of them had to move seats so that you didn't have the same partner two games in a row. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was kind of, it was fun. And um, some woman, she's the mother of one of the baseball team kids' parents. So she was older. She was like 70-ish. She kicked everyone's butt, man. She had like 63 points or something at the end of the night. That was, nobody even came close to beating her. Dang. Yep. So it was a lot of fun. All right. Well, let's get started, shall we? I have five articles to share with you today. Cool. I got some trivia too. Oh, sweet. All right. My I have some tissues in case you make me cry with your good, good news stories. Well, this <laughs> one might. I don't know. This one's kind of fun. So this is an article that I found on Fox 19. That's our local Fox station. And... This is a, about a woman named Mary Muniz. Oh, Trixie. God. She has uh, been attending the Mardi Gras parade in New Orleans for a long time. And 
she uh, had another reason to attend the parade this year, though. Her 80-year-old daughter was um, in the parade with the crew of virus. So 80-year-old daughter, 103-year-old mom, hanging out the Mardi Gras parade. She's there so often that people made T-shirts with some of her favorite quotes. And they are, number one, don't put that on facelift. (laughs) (laughs) This one, come see me. I'm running out of time. I know. Stop. We all are, though, aren't we? Yeah. And finally, I love you with all my heart and a, and a piece of my liver. <laughs> so I think I'm going to start saying that. Piece of my liver. All right. Next, we have a story that comes to us from Australia. This was in The Guardian. The headline reads, conservation efforts celebrated as 26 Australian species no longer need threatened listing. So how cool is that? Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So this, according to a study published in the uh, Biological Conservation Journal, uh, all the animals that were previously listed as threatened under the act. um, Sorry, I didn't make notes of this very good okay so of all of the animals they they looked at 14 of them came off the list so there were mammals oh no i'm sorry it was way more than 14 14 mammal eight bird two frog one reptile and one fish species they had sufficiently improved to no longer meet listing criteria that's awesome yeah did you say amphibians um, one, two frog, one reptile, one fish, no amphibians, 14 oh, yeah. mammal. frogs okay. are amphibians. Okay. Um, I didn't say the word amphibian. You're right. <laughs> but they're an indicator species and they're really hard to bring back because they're so, they breathe through their skin, a lot of them and their skin's very sensitive. So that's awesome that frogs came back and are on the list. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. See, this is why I'm so glad I have you on here as a (laughs) co-host. Yeah, so apparently the entire ecosystem is flourishing and that's uh, some really good news out of Australia. That's very positive. I would would have to add that um, I wasn't terribly sad that there were uh, no spiders on that now healthy list. <laughs> have you seen the size of Australian spiders? I have heard. I've heard. I uh, have not seen with my own eyes, unfortunately. They're like the size <laughs> of dinner plates, like big dinner plates. Not I'm on a diet dinner plates, real dinner plates. <laughs> Did they say how many animals on that list from Australia want to kill people? Because everything in Australia does. Uh, no, that was not part of the study, or at least not part of the study that they released to us. Well, Trixie's oh, happy about it. Trixie is so happy about it. All right. Um, my next story. This is really cool. The This is a story from PC Gamer, and the headline reads, oh, Trixie, 
that's not what the headline reads. The headline <laughs> reads, this implant lets those with severe paralysis send texts and use the internet with just their minds. So obviously this isn't a new idea. I mean, I don't know if that's obvious or not, but um, you know, the idea of controlling a computer with just a thought has been around forever. Is, you know, it started in the early 70s. But this particular device is called the Synchron Switch, and it's inserted through blood vessels, so it makes it less invasive than um, previous iterations of this similar type of thing. And it makes its way through the blood vessels to a vein next to your brain's motor cortex, and then the stent, they said, is outfitted with tiny sensors to collect, quote, raw brain data which connect to an antenna that's implanted under the skin of the chest. That's terrifying. I know. <laughs> Is there an unsend button? I know. I was just thinking, you have to be really careful with what you were thinking about. Yeah. Someone would walk in the room and all of a sudden it would pop up. I really hate that sweater. And that's being mild. I mean, I, I'm not saying all the things that I that could go through your mind. Goodness gracious. Right? That's positively terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> good spin, good spin. I mean, that's really cool how far technologies come, but at the same time, I mean, would you girls do that? I mean, I, I think I would, yeah, because you haven't been able to communicate with people that you love. All right, so the CEO of Synchron, he told, um, he was in an interview with CNBC and he said that he's seen moments between patient and partner or patient and spouse where it's incredibly joyful and empowering to have regained an ability to be a little more independent than before. So I agree with that. One time I got to help a blind high school student do his very first internet search using um, an assistive device. This is when I worked in technology. And I'm, I'll probably cry talking about it, cry every time I think about it. But I can't, I mean, just, we just take, we take so many things for granted, right? This kid was blind. He didn't have any paralysis or anything. I said just like, that's not a big deal, but you know what I mean? Yeah. He was like a freshman in high school. So what are you, 15 years old? And he'd never been able to use the internet. Wow. So he sat down in front of his computer and his very first internet search was um, who invented pizza? And I don't remember the answer, but I'll never forget the question. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, my tissues are over here. They, I didn't think you would need them over there. <laughs> I know, right? So yeah, this back to the synchron switch. Um, I think it's. I think I would. I think I would do it. I think it would be awesome. So they said that they've also seen patients be able to use technology to shop online, to manage their finances, and most importantly, text message. So it sounds like. I mean, your brain's pretty powerful. If you have, if you can send a message with your mind, you can probably control when you send the message. Is my guess. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, so to answer the pizza question, it's a really long thing, but it was like really, really long ago, like in BC. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that piece of it. Yeah. That was the, uh, I walked out of that high school, like <gasps> bawling. Oh, 
Yeah, it was a very emotional experience for me. Obviously, it still is. All right. Next, yeah. Next article is comes to us out of the UK, where the world's largest four-day workweek trial just wrapped up, and it was an overwhelming success. I am in. Same. Yeah. Same. So what happened was they um, had 61 companies across different sectors in the UK participate in the study for a year. And they gave them, they gave these companies free reign to set up their work week however they wanted, but they had to reduce hours by 20% without decreasing pay or benefits and just sort of see what happens. So, you know, some people, I guess, did have an actual day off. Some people had reduced hours throughout the week. But however it panned out, um, they not not only were employees more satisfied, but their profits seemed to go up and productivity seemed to increase. Um, the number of sick days decreased. It was a whole lot of good stuff going on. There was a decrease in anxiety. There was a decrease in difficulty sleeping and burnout. So um, actually, it looks like a lot of these companies are going to continue with their four-day work week even after the trial. That's fantastic. Like, gee, imagine people are doing better work when they're happier. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I just wrapped up a class in um, in industrial and organizational psychology, our friend Mike Rucker is an organizational psychologist. Um, that they talk a lot about this, about employee satisfaction and things we can do. And this is a simple one. Yeah, we uh, we have folks that work for us that do four day work weeks. Only uh, they do ten hour days, so kind of doesn't work out. <laughs> no, you have to reduce. You'd have to reduce the uh, work time by twenty percent. That's amazing. That's the right direction that we need to be going in. It really is. I don't know the statistics. I don't have them in front of me, but I know here in America, we have like the worst rate for taking, even taking our sick time. Yeah. Or vacation time rather, or both probably. Okay. Last story that I have for you is from New York. This is a CBS news story. And this is about a woman named Janie Deegan. Um, she discovered baking while she was recovering from addiction. I guess this was back in 2018. And she just said that, this is a quote from her, when I was getting sober, I found that my life was so out of control, but baking was just this beautiful, meditative, very controlled artistic outlet for me. So she was 25. She didn't know what to do. She was recovering from um, a drug addiction and she just started baking, she made a, a cake for a friend and she, uh, the friend ended up paying her for the cake and Jeannie was like, I think I can like do this over and over again. So she did actually, this was back in 2015 and she opened her bakery despite having, she said that she looked up the word entre entrepreneur and she was like, I have really no idea what this is, but she had gaps in her resume. She's sitting at where to start. She didn't have any money, but she figured it out. And now, so she bakes these pie crust cookies. Oh my God, they look so good. And that sounds amazing. But her, she has an open door hiring policy where she will 
hired just about anybody who's ready to come to work. It doesn't matter if they've been to prison, if they're homeless, if they have gaps in their resume. She she wants to be an inclusive place for people to get back in the workforce. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you guys have any go-to things that you do when you're feeling low? Take a nap. <laughs> well, you can't open a store. Well, maybe you could open a napping store. Oh right? my gosh, we all heard it here. <laughs> you could sell cuddles. I bet LC would sign up for that job. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I mean, even for the right price. I mean, I'm not a cuddle whore, Sarah. <laughs> well, I know, but you know. So I'm thinking they have the hydration. There, all these um, IV hydration centers are opening up, and we could just dovetail that with a nice little hugging center or a, or a napping center. I like that. Yeah, we could we could have weighted blankets. Yes. Oh my God. I'm going to hate myself for saying this, but have you guys seen the people that stand outside in public with a sign that says like free hug or something? Um, I have seen them, but mostly at the pride parade. Okay. I was going to say that could be a challenge we do at some point. I think it should be a challenge we do all along with our, not at the same time, but we have to plant a plant in a random place. I keep thinking about this. And we have to have a karaoke pop-up and those can be some stretch goals, but we have a free dive on Monday, right? So we get to talk about all this stuff. Yeah. Wait, so plant the plant because right now is the time to do that. I know. That's why I was thinking about it. Did you say plant a plant? Yeah, that was, one, that was a bill challenge. Do you not recall all of those trees I killed? Yeah, but this is different. This is different because you plant it in the landscaping at the hospital where you work and then see what happens or just get seeds and kind of dump them somewhere oh yeah girl i like that there's somebody on tiktok that has like one of those uh parmesan shakers and it's full of seeds and he goes around and he'll be on a skateboard and any bare piece of mulch or whatever he'll sprinkle that huh and oh yeah free hugs i'm gonna hate myself for that free hugs all right <laughs> i have it written down all right, those are all the articles I have for you. Elsie, do you have some trivia for us? I do. Today is National Pistachio Day, so mm. I was going to do trivia on that, but no offense, pistachios, there's not a whole lot about you. But today is also National Tell a Fairy Tale Day. <gasps> That's fun. So we just did fairy tales at the beginning of February. Uh, that came out on February 10th. So Goldilocks ate up the mother bear's porridge. True or false? False. Yeah, false. Yep, that is false. It's the baby's porridge because it was just right. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we just need to, you know, um, disclose that these are the nice fairy tales not the ones where she probably got eaten by the bear in the end or something. Yeah, maybe. We'll find out. We don't know, Sara. We've never seen this trivia. Well, about all the trivia, or all the trivia, <laughs> drink more coffee, girl, uh, all the fairy tales. Like, what did Hansel and Gretel leave as a trail in order to find their way home uh, the second time? 
the second time. Oh, well, that's tricky. Yeah. Because I was going to say breadcrumbs, but I feel like that was maybe the first time. Yeah, maybe the gender breadcrumbs got eaten up or something. Something happened to their first. Hmm. I don't know. Acorns. It is, in fact, breadcrumbs, it says. Oh, wow. This tale is German in origin, and it's about two children who are taken to the wilderness by their father and left to die. Ooh, <gasps> they discover the witch's cottage, and the witch takes them with the intent of eating them. They defeat the witch by burning her home. Gruesome stuff, yet people know all about Hansel and Gretel. In fact, it was a clue Will Smith used in solving his case in iRobot. I did not Okay, I just want to talk for a minute about these kids who were abandoned by their father in the woods, left to die, and then they were found by a witch who was going to cook them and eat them. Could these kids have a worse summer? <laughs> well, I mean, they survived. <laughs> I guess that's the moral of the story. Don't give up, kids, no matter who wants to murder you. <laughs> uh, um, the literal meaning of the name Rumpelstiltskin is what? Hmm. I feel like I knew this at some point. Is it, um, I don't know. Is it drunken troll? I, I steal your baby. <laughs> the correct answer is a little rattle stilt. And rattle stilt is a type of goblin. You know what? You're a goblin. I look like it right now. <laughs> Same girl. I was like, thank goodness we're not uh, going video live. All right. The color of the apple that the evil stepmother gave Snow White to eat. Red. Red, yeah. The correct answer is red and white. You know what? <laughs> That's lies. What is it like? Was it like half and half or swirled? Uh, the last trick the queen played was a poison apple in the disguise of a country woman and offered it to Snow White. She was hesitant, so the queen cut it up, ate the white part, which had no poison, and then gave mm. the poison part to Snow White, which was red. Gotcha. So this must be like in the original version, not like, you know, the Disney version, because I don't remember her taste testing at first. No, I don't either. All right. Wow. Who published? Huh? But that is pretty tricky. You know, here, I'll take a bite. Yeah, right? that's super tricky. Yeah. And who published the original Rapunzel fairy tale? The only fairy tale person I know is Hans Christian Anderson. Oh, I bet you know more. I bet I do. It was Grimm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sorry, you're right with the Grimm brothers. Yeah, the brothers Grimm. Mm -hmm. Beauty and the Beast hails from what country? Is England a country? Yes. That's what I'm going to say. How about Austria? It was France. 
Mm. Bonjour. I fucking knew that. <laughs> it was a French writer, Madame Gabriel Susan Day Villeneuve. 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 <laughs> Pen the tale in 1740. Wow. Very nice. All right. I'll make this last one all right jack and the beanstalk is well known and popular tale of a young man who must deal with a giant at the end of a beanstalk the giant usually said the following when a human was nearby fee fi fo fum i smell the blood of an englishman what is the second part of the saying oh i don't know that's the only part i knew i got real excited and then you read it and i was like well i don't have anything to be excited about anymore I don't remember. The correct answer is he be live or he be dead. I'll grind his bones for oh, my bread. I have oh, heard yeah. that. I remember that now. Yeah. It's morbid. Yeah, the whole thing's and that's not very positive. Maybe I should have stuck with pistachios. <laughs> yeah. So that did remind me that I um wanted to do a challenge where we eat bread made from pulverized insects. Oh, yeah. Insects flour. Did you ever do acorn bread? No, no, I thought about it, but acorns are hard to get from squirrels. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't find any either or chase these squirrels. Yeah. So, is that something you find on Amazon insect flour? I, probably, but I was thinking we can make our own. I was actually thinking about it back when the cicadas were here. Let's wait until they're back then. Dude, that's like another 15 years. Perfect. I know, I want to put that one off. Perfect, sign me up. I'll, I'll be ready for it. Um, this is being recorded, and now I have that for the whole world to hear. Dang it. All right, so I want to leave you guys with... A recommendation i guess first though um I, sh I need to ask you guys a question why are elevator jokes so classic and good so we go up and down <laughs> they work on many levels oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, i i have one one more trivia um question that has been submitted from uh, a long time what is it long time listener? long time listener first time caller uh, we can um, take the second part of that out by now <laughs> i know it's hilarious but um he hasn't given me the answer to the trivia question and so i'm almost afraid to ask it but mm. um i'll do it anyway does anybody remember bambi's mom's name Oh my God, Bill. Yes. <laughs> I feel exactly. like Bill told us that before. Yeah, he has, I think. Get a new joke, Bill. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what kind of noise does a witch's vehicle make? <laughs> broom, broom. Uh, that's exactly the answer to that question. Very <laughs> yes. good. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's my new favorite joke. Thanks, Mer. <laughs> All right, hold on. I got one last one. 
My wife asked me to stop singing Wonderwall to her. I said, maybe. <laughs> All right. So that's only good if you uh, were a 90s kid. So I do want to leave a recommendation because it's still Black History Month. I don't know anything about this movie, but I have to watch it for Movie Club, which is tomorrow. It's the uh, it's the film called 42. It's a Jackie Robinson story. So I do know that. Like, I know what it's about. And Jackie Robinson, of course, was the first Black athlete to play for Major League Baseball. Huh. Yeah, so it's his story. I imagine it's not all, like, uh, rainbows and unicorns. I don't know. Because, yeah, I'm sure there's, you know, obviously there were some things that he had to overcome and some assholes he had to deal with, I'm sure. But that's a movie I just wanted to put it out there since I'm watching it with my movie club. I thought you guys might enjoy watching it too. Well, that's pretty cool. But wasn't that his uh, number 42? Yep. yep. And it was retired officially by uh, Major League Baseball in 97, 1997. Nice. Yeah. So 42. Um, oh, and also Chadwick Boseman is. He plays Jackie Robinson. Oh, no way. Yeah. I love him. Same. All right. Well, thank you, girls, for hanging out with me today. And thank you, fellow explorers, for listening along. We have a special episode this week, a pre-dive coming out. And we just released Siren Sar's mystery episode, which I listened to again. Oh, my God. It is so much fun. That was such a fun episode. We have to do more games on our Siren Soapboxes. Yes. We're, uh, we're, we can have we should have a bunch of those in our back pocket to throw out there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. See ya. Yeah. Bye.